Today, we are talking about relational nostalgia and how this emotion might keep you coming back for more, even when you don't want to. So make sure you buckle up and stay tuned because if you've got long-term relationships in your life, chances are you do because you're a human, you'll want to listen in so that you can bring some of this awareness into your relationships. If you're hearing all this culture talk and want to be a part of a thriving, growing culture, we want to invite you to be a part of Squeeze In. Squeeze In Franchising offers you the chance to bring a culture and a vibe like Squeeze In to your community. You can make money. You can get time freedom for you and your family. We would love to have you as part of our Squeeze In family. Join us in the ownership team and go to squeezein.com slash franchising. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Shai, as we're prepping for this episode, one of the things that keeps coming forward for me is the idea that a lot of marriages tend to end because the people or the one spouse will say, well, my spouse just changed. They Mm -hmm. just changed into a new person. We're different people than we were when we started, which is natural because as humans, we change. Right. And the hope is in any long-term relationship that you change alongside each other and continue to build a loop of support and encouragement around those changes for each other. But that often doesn't happen or, or the changes aren't congruent. And so we can see nostalgia at play when we have couples that stay even one day in a relationship longer than the point where they say, I know it's done. How many times have you heard someone say, I knew it, I knew it was done years ago, or I've been done a long time, or we haven't had love in years. Well, what keeps them around is in part due to this idea of nostalgia, that there were these great times, that that there's this yearning to go back to that, that, that that's achievable to bring forward now. If I can just manipulate the circumstances and the experiences and the person around me enough, I can recreate what I'm feeling nostalgic for, even though those were technically two different people in that relationship when it first started. Dr. Christine Bacho, a professor of psychology at Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York, is an expert on nostalgia. And she says that it it serves a lot of unifying purposes, but one of the purposes that nostalgia serves is that it helps to unite us to our authentic self by reminding us who we have been and then comparing it to how we feel today. And so if you feel bad today and you remember how you have been, you can tend to look at your circumstances and say, well, because my circumstances aren't what they were, now I'm nostalgic for the way that things were. <laughs> Why am I feeling like Harry Styles? I know it's not the same yeah, as, as it was. was. He was on to something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when we see this role of nostalgia in relationships, we see it as we talked about generationally, right? Like what is it that we pass along to our kids are often things that we feel nostalgic for, even if they don't necessarily make sense or fit into the new world. Um, those are the kinds of things like I have a lot of nostalgia around going to McDonald's as a kid at regularly. Um, and especially there, they did 29 cent hamburger Sundays mm. at McDonald's way oh, back yeah. in the day. And
and they actually had a limit. And I know that because our family would order the limit every Sunday and our dad would eat like 15 of these 29 cent hamburgers. You could also get the 39 cent cheeseburger. Okay. My personal 37 year old stance now on food like that is completely different. I do not eat meat. I think that fast food and the way that it's processed is not healthy for us on a continual basis. And yet I can't tell that memory without feeling the sense of longing, (laughs) of yearning, of remembering dad eating it on the back of the truck, even though I know it was terrible for him. It was probably not super cost effective to get 30 hamburgers at this price and, and all of these different things. But still that presence there makes me feel nostalgic about McDonald's as a whole and sometimes make a decision to go there with my kids, even though it's it's against the alignment of my values of who I am now. You know what's weird about that, Shai, is I can taste the pickles. Oh, right? Like, with sit, the ketchup, sitting you get on the three. Back of, <laughs> yeah, you, everybody got assigned their allotments in the yeah. back of dad's tailgate in the McDonald's parking lot up in Northwest Virginia. Yeah. Like, oh man, like we got, that is embedded deeply. And, and it gives me even a craving just talking about it right here. And so this power powerful driver. It can keep you in relationships. It can anchor you to who you are. It can keep you, it can make you purchase things that you don't even realize that you're purchasing because of the nostalgia. It can make you uh, want to engage in media that you're engaging in because of that nostalgia. And so uh, I'm just, I am tickled that we're bringing light to the subject uh, because uh, the veil of nostalgia being lifted for us has helped us to realize just how much it permeates into every aspect of our lives. Right. Don't mind that it influences decision-making, but do not want to make those decisions without having the awareness of that influence. Can't close this mini-sode where we talked about McDonald's without pointing out that they now are selling adult-sized happy meals. Now, if this isn't capitalizing on nostalgia of a generation who grew up on happy meals, I don't know what is. Oh man, well, let's uh, talk more about that in the next episode. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.